I'm Tina. I'm Meg. I'm Drea. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting and the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Before we get started with this week's topics, let's find out what people are working on. Meg? I am still working on the Namu Cowl by Knit Boop. I am... Knit Boop? Knit Boop is the name of the designer. I like that. It's a good name. I'm about one repeat in, almost one repeat in, although right now I am tinking back because somehow I made a mistake. And I'm knitting it out of um, my own hand-dyed yarn. It's pretty. It's... It's, it's beyond pretty. It's pretty. It is good. <laughs> so Thank you. I want it. I want it. Well, where can we get it? <laughs> Listen for an announcement coming soon. soon. <laughs> you know how bad I am at waiting for things, oh, Meg. Well, coming soon to what page near you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally tell Jess when I get her, her like, Christmas present. Yes. When I get it in September. I, I know, every year. <laughs> I do know that. I need to know things now. <laughs> Well, I need to know, Drea, what are you working on this week? I am trying to figure out what I did last on this Celtic Myths fingering shawl because... um, It lives! It does live, (laughs) but um, I did not move my counter as I was working on it the last time I was working on it. And um, I think I'm going to tink back to where I know... Like where the repeat starts? Yeah, where something is. Not necessarily where the repeat is, like, like this row right here. There's like a special kind of... Yeah. Where, oh, okay. where it has one cable. <laughs> ah. Okay. That's easy enough to... Uh, yeah. I think it's here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For our audience, she pointed at a specific spot on her shawl. <laughs> it's about an inch down from where I am. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Getting there. Getting there. Jess? Um, I am still working on the border of the Shalloween... Um, it's, it's getting there. I'm still not at the halfway mark. It's so long. Um, but I did, uh, purchase and printed out some smaller projects to do when, uh, this gets a little much. So, um, I haven't started those yet, so I won't bring them up. I'll save them for when I start doing them. (laughs) But... It's coming up because I, I have been working on this so long and it looks like I did a lot. And then I'm like, oh, but I still have like 150 stitches left. <laughs> I believe in you. Getting there. You got that far. You can get I, You can get the whole there. way. And I believe with you in your Celtic myths. You have. Oh, you no. guys can finish I, those borders. It's gonna I happen. definitely believe in me. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. I also believe in me. Yes. Good. I mean, look. Yeah. It's almost there. Almost there. Almost there. (laughs) Tina. I am uh, still working on the Geometry Study Cowl by Sarah Duran. And I'm actually, I'm really enjoying it. I'm kind of taking my time because originally, I can say this now because I finally made a decision about that. Um, Originally, I was going to give it to my daughter's teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I realized how much pressure I was putting on myself to try mm-hmm. to get it done before this Friday. Yep. And um, I was like, nope. Uh, I'm not going to do that. So then I ended up giving her instead one of the headbands that I had made. 
that's, out of a, that. that's a safe choice though yeah and it was like out of that like fiery portuguese yarn i oh, have yeah so it looked really cool and it had a twist in it so it was nice nice um and i i think it was just more appropriate for like it's just a small something for a yeah. teacher so i will finish this at my leisure and at some point i need to decide what sweater i'm gonna make for right back <laughs> i need to decide that like now <laughs> But I have to go back to working on mine. Yeah, like at I don't some think point. it's going to be ready for Rhinebeck. Yeah, it's all right. We'll try our best. Yeah, that's all we can do. All that matters. Um, I started mine in January, and I don't know if it's going to be done by <laughs> Rhinebeck at this point. Well, maybe we can all plan for next Rhinebeck to wear <laughs> Rhinebeck. I am. Sweaters. I am so determined, but that's a lot of fingering weight. We all, it. <laughs> we always we always have our parted mustache T-shirts to wear. It's true. <laughs> Those are coming in soon. We get yes. to be matchies. Matchies. Be sure to check out our website, partofmystash.com, for more information, as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns, as well as t-shirts if you want one. Yay! <laughs> and now, yakking about yarn with Tina. Today on Yakking About Yarns, we will be taking a peek into the wondrous world of hedgehog fibers. Ooh. Ooh. Now, it may seem like a brand some of you are already familiar with, but for those of you on the fence of taking the plunge of buying one of their skeins of yarn, we hope this helps your decision. I still forget that hedgehog is an indie dyer. Mm. I mean, yes. I still forget. You know, because at this point they're so ubiquitous. Yeah. When Jess told me like back around Christmas, I was like, they, they are not. There's no way they were just yep. they've gotten so big, but they they are an indie dyer. Per their own words, hedgehog fibers carefully and lovingly create the brightest colors with the best materials. So each stitch you knit is a surprise and each finished project looks as amazing as you feel. That doesn't make you want to buy this yarn. I don't know what will. <laughs> Maybe the next 30 seconds will help. All right. So. <laughs> Bieta is the owner of Hedgehog Fibers. She was born and raised in Slovakia and then migrated to Ireland. Starting out her knitting journey with an admittedly oversized sock, she began to realize that the yarn available to her was scratchy and unpleasant. Mm. After some time experimenting in her bathtub and kitchen, she eventually joined a local knitting group where they offered to buy her yarn. From there, she made the decision to do it full time because obviously, <laughs> and by word of mouth alone, Hedgehog Fibers gained popularity. In 2010, she opened a small studio and a website. She eventually hired everyone in her local knitting group as employees. She uses a rigorous quality control process three times over from material to color. Wow. Quite simply put, the company's vision statement is, we make the best yarn in the world. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty darn good. It's very good. It and, very if, nice. and if any of you, which I think all of us have touched hedgehog fibers at some point, but if any of you have not, I have in front of us the following bases politely provided by Megan Jess's stash. <laughs> we have sock, which is 90% superwash merino wool, 10% nylon. We have skinny single, which is 100% non-superwash merino wool, single ply. And DK, 100% superwash merino. Have a feel. Enjoy. 
take it. Let me touch that. Touch your own yarn stash. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know you've touched this, but touch it again. Ooh, pet rock. Does that match? I don't even remember which ones I bought. Okay. Okay. So we have the colorway matchstick. Yes, you're right. And then we have Copper Copper Penny. Penny. Drea, what do you have? I have Pet Pet Rock. rock. Oh, that's that's what I'm making my Rhinebeck sweater out of. It's pretty good. Oh, that I does look familiar. Love, okay. and love that my Celtic myth shawl was in Bridget, which Ooh. was also a hedgehog. That was in sock, right? Oh, pretty sure that so. was in sock. Pretty sure yeah. sock. I'm doing the my sweater out of the skinny singles. And Jess made my um, Evan Star mitts out, out of, of the, DK. the DK and artichoke. And part of my... I am Dragon Shawl was in the Copper Penny. So what you're saying is you guys are fans. I, I've big used fans. It a lot. Yes. I mean, I'm not as big a fan as Jess. They're really nice. Nobody is. No, they are very nice. <laughs> I'm and sure there's you plenty know what? of people because I, ad- I admire them every time I like see them in in the store. But I have not actually bought any myself. They're very nice. I wish I liked pink more because a lot of their colors are yeah. pink. They do a lot of pink. There's um, a lot of really vibrant. And they're um, beautiful. They're yeah. just not my style. Jess isn't a pink person. So there's two fun things that I have about hedgehog fibers that you may not know. Lay it on me. One is that you can recycle with them. So say you have some yarn in your stash that you don't know what to do with and you plan on donating. Tell me more because I have a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so they will, you can send your unwanted yarn of any kind or composition and get a discount on your next purchase. They will Whoa. I like recycle that. your scrap bits and unwanted balls or skeins. So they, um, I think one of them ends up landing in their Tweety. Tweety, Yeah. Um, So the colored bits that you see inside the Tweety Mm -hmm. ends up being from those. We have Tweety in the house too. Oh yeah, that's right. We do have Tweety. You can recycle your Tweety. know. I just bought Jazz Tweety. (laughs) It's nice. Do you want to feel that (laughs) one for a Tweed? I want to touch it. Okay, for a Tweed, it's really good. But it softens up a lot. It does. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they actually, um, at the store that we, we, I got that from Stars Hollow and they, um, have swatches which i think is super important for yeah. the tweety because it does not feel like this when no, it's washed it's actually all. a lot I, I like it a lot better when i was touching the the swatch yeah nice. the swatches yeah. are much softer like this is nice it's it's soft it's pretty good but it's but i know that it gets even nice. better it gets yeah. even better yeah once you wash it and block it nice i never realized that these bits and bobs were from recycled yarn that's yeah real, that's real cool yeah, little bits of like other people's projects. So yeah, fifty percent Falkland merino wool, thirty-seven point five percent recycled wool, and twelve point five percent hedgehog fibers thread waste. That's really cool. Yeah, using every bit. Another fun tidbit is their potluck yarns. Oh, the potlucks. Which what is potluck? Which first of all is trademarked, which I think is cool. Second of all, what does it mean? Potluck yarns. So they are unique, special, and never to be repeated. They are created in small dye lots, usually in lots of four to ten, but often just one or two. Once they sell, that's it. Ooh. Yeah, and potluck nights are aggressive. Oh, yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> no. Yeah, they will announce the potlucks, and it's like two minutes after they open the sales. It's like, they're gone. They're gone. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I feel like it's the only potluck that I would want to attend. <laughs> <laughs> Not a not a fan of the old potluck. No, no. 
I have seen way too many TikToks of people preparing food. And let me tell you. Okay. We're going to stop I right there. I have concerns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for everyone's knowledge, Drea is not interested in your potluck. I'm not. <laughs> um, but she is interested in potluck yarns. Yes. Let me tell you. Yes. If you were ever on the fence about them, don't be. There's just, there's absolutely no reason. They're a reliable store. Um, they're a reliable dyer. What you see is what you get. The photos are fairly accurate to what you actually receive. And if you feel like fighting like Black Friday shopping with anybody, (laughs) you can go for the potluck yarns. I like that too. Yeah, the I, I'd say the only the only downside to Hedgehog is um, they're not carried by that many people in the United States, that many local yarn stores, and the mm-hmm. ones that do carry them, generally they don't have a huge selection. Webs has a pretty good selection. Webs does mm-hmm. have a decent selection. I think they're the outlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to two other yarn stores in Connecticut that carry them, and they have a pretty tiny selection, yeah. maybe like five or six different colors mm. but you know what it helps to be able to go somewhere and feel the base right yep. and know that their online photos mm-hmm. are pretty accurate to what you're actually getting it's true yeah. so once you know what the base you like then you just go yeah. feel the base and then once you're good with that then pick yeah. the color and you should feel pretty safe about what you're gonna get yeah. exactly if you are interested in purchasing some hedgehog fibers you can go to hedgehogfibers.com <laughs> For our main topic this week, we are going to talk about yarn leftovers, which is convenient My. since we just chatted about <laughs> hedgehog fibers recycling your la- yarn leftovers. So there's that was timely. There's one. <laughs> you, you can, can mail do. them to hedgehog. <laughs> But what else? What can you do without necessarily mailing off to Ireland your yarn? What else can you do with your yarn leftovers? Well, yarn leftovers are probably my favorite kind of leftovers. I also don't like food leftovers, but... <laughs> We're learning so much about you this episode. You're very particular about food. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I, I like food. I don't like to be disappointed by food. No, but no, but you're particular. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like good food. All right. So no leftovers, no potlucks. No. Got it. I mean, if you guys were doing a potluck, I would eat the food that you brought. Aww. So besides Drea's uh, distaste for food leftovers, I don't know why I'm so weird tonight. How <laughs> about yarn left? Which <laughs> we'll talk about that later. How about yarn leftovers? <laughs> I feel like the the one that everybody always gravitates towards is the scrappy project. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know all the millions of not millions but tons of patterns on Ravelry that are like oh this is good for your yarn leftovers or are you thinking about like an advent project something that requires a lot of different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the caveat with that is generally with scrappy projects like that you need to be working with the same weight and style of yarn. Um, so that's not always great for your yarn leftovers. You know, you don't want to be knitting with all sorts of different weights or your gauge is going to be all over the place. Um, one thing I like to use the yarn leftovers for is for color work because a lot of Fair Isle projects, especially if they're accessories like a cowl or a hat, um, you definitely don't need an entire skein of yarn to do the color work. So it's kind of nice to have, um, you know, a partial skein. So you don't have to go out and buy another one. Yeah, and it, it, that it, uh, 
even the color work or the scrappy project, it especially is good if you have a lot of the same yarn, mm. maybe just different colors. Right. Knitted ornaments. You get a Christmas gift <laughs> and <laughs> knock off that Christmas it, list. <laughs> it's an ornament. You can choose different sizes for that. Just there's big ones, there's small ones. Just use up what's left. Nice. I feel like I have a lot of yarn leftovers with good intentions. Just waiting for me to do something with them. Well, listen in, Drea. We'll give you ideas. <laughs> I'm learning a lot of different <laughs> ideas tonight. Okay. I have I have a drawer of intentions. Okay. <laughs> You have an adding machine. I do. You can make some scrappy, small machine knit projects. It's true. I could. There are two fun ones that I've been doing recently. Yeah. What you been doing? Headbands and scrunchies. I like those. One of those I can use myself. <laughs> you can't use the scrunchie. <laughs> you do not have enough hair. <laughs> I don't have enough hair for that. Um, but the oh, presents. Presents. You can make presents. Um Scrunchies are coming back, guys. Yeah, the 90s in general are coming back. Jess, I think you mentioned like small crochet or knit animals. Yes, if anyone is does the um, amigurumis. Amigurumis are are good or um, just knit stuffed animals in general. A lot of times uh, the parts are smaller and you can mix match them if you are so inclined. So so those are an option. You can also use them for like seaming projects, especially like mittens and stuff that do the gussets that use waste yarn. Mm. Um, sometimes small ones can be like that. I use, I do use a lot of mine for like crochet or knit even. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you're adding like little, uh, you could do like little embroidery things to like your projects. Like a little project. vest to the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking, couldn't you use it as stuffing? You can, and I have done that. You want to ball it up so it doesn't pop through. Like, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, no, you you absolutely can use it as extra stuffing. I thought I saw a, a YouTuber once. I have no idea who, but they did the stuffing, but they would wrap the stuffing in like a plastic bag so or a tissue paper. Maybe it was a tissue paper, not a plastic bag, but it was like they wrapped it so that they wouldn't it wouldn't stick out. You can do that. I guess I... I it depends on um, will it fill out completely or is what you're wrapping it in not going to fill all the crevices. Um, yeah, I've I seen people do that, though, like a lot of the time and use heavier stuffing um, in like the feet and stuff of your stuffed animals. So the feet are heavier and they put those in bags um, so you can do that. Oh, so you could also get those like little gems they sell at Joann's. Gems. Yeah. And they like the one side is flat and the other side is pointy. If you put the flat side down, it gives your things feet flat feet so they'll stand up. I never thought about that. I like that. That's a cute mm-hmm. idea. And then if you know you ever break your toy, you get gems. So <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> even better. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> it's a win-win. I rip the foot off and suddenly I have diamonds. <laughs> Excellent. Diamonds. Uh, we cannot guarantee that if you rip stuffed toys that you will get no, gems. No, a lot of times, guys, they're sand, so I wouldn't be ripping out <laughs> your stuffed don't, toys. Don't too rip rough. your stuffed toys, please. <laughs> um, but on seams, there's a couple of smaller things like that, like trims, cuffs, mm-hmm. collars. There's a lot of little things that you can do. and um, Buttons. Yeah, buttons. yeah, you could Stuff do a knit button. Or a crocheted button. Knit or crocheted button or yeah. just to reinforce uh, the buttonholes and stuff. Yeah, I, use I used them on, on Mariel's sweater um, because that was the bulky weight yarn. I didn't want to use thread. 
Mm-hmm. So I used um, I used fingering weight yarn to sew on the buttons. That's pretty smart. And a little stronger. Yep. M- my kids like to take all the, like I stuff all my um, scrap yarn into, like not the a ball or something like that, but like if I cut off a piece, like I finish something and there's like an inch or something left, I stick all, I stick all those ends and stuff into a zippered bag. And then I end up, and when it's full, I end up giving it to my oldest who will take it to grandma's house and they will have a craft-a-thon. She'll like take the pieces and make like hair on the doll that oh, she just yeah. drew and like all, oh, all kind of stuff. That's neat. Yeah. So you can use it too. Um, I use, actually, I used one on um, the dragon I made for Cat way back in the day. Um, scrap yarn, depending on the material, most material will work. I think there's only like cotton and stuff doesn't really do it. If you get like a wire brush and brush it, it becomes fuzzy and you can make like fuzzy hair, tails or manes or stuff like that. Nice. So, yeah, uh, now, that, now the, I'm thinking about the dragon you made her, and yeah, the, the yep. end is, is the mane. Fuzzy. It has like a mane, and it's like a little fuzzy. On that same note, baby garments, if you have like a bit more than just like an inch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, especially like little baby socks or yeah, little baby hats don't take very much yarn. Yeah, even the sweaters, or even a, if you don't have enough for a sweater, you do a vest. Yeah. Especially the newborn size. They're tiny so tiny you don't think they're that tiny and then all of a sudden you're like i've used 80 yards <laughs> on a whole sweater <laughs> on a whole sweater <laughs> you can also uh, stuff like like um things like socks where they do like the toe and heel in a different color yes. or something like that or the cuff like if you want to do like a different mm-hmm. patterned cuff you could do that some people sell their stuff on ravelry I have bought their scrap bits? yarn. I yep. was going to say for yep. people like yep. Meg who are making like So scrap yeah, projects. I'm I'm making a a Malabrigo Rio scrap blanket. That's my plan. It's very slow going. I wanted some different colors of Rios and so I looked online for people on Ravelry. There were some people who had maybe half a skein left and they were selling it super cheap. A couple of bucks and then plus shipping. So, I bought them. Hmm. My um what's it? My birdcage cowl that I, I made the test knit. Um, the middle of it is Anniversario by uh, Rios, and that was all scrap yarn. That was a scrap skein. I so. just like the idea of people, like another person's, not trash, but like donation. Leftovers. Yeah. Leftovers turns into a treasure. Yeah. You know, it turns into a beautiful project. Yeah. It's, I just like the idea of that. Me too. That's... And then that's the thing too, especially if it's yarn that you don't, you know, you've, you finished your project and you have a lot left over and you're not going to use it. Somebody could be looking for that. That's actually how I, I mean, they were full skeins, but that's how I got the pet rock, the hedgehog pet rock. The woman that I bought it from had purchased it online. And when she got it, she didn't like it as much as she thought she would. So she decided to sell it. So I think that that the reselling on Ravelry is is really good, especially for yarn that you don't want or you no longer have a need for, um, whether it's the full skeins or little scrappy bits. I do wish um, the Ravelry process for purchasing and exchanging yarn was a little bit more straightforward yeah it because right it, is like, it not it's it's not it's not it like you be clearer yeah it's just kind of i say this as so you had mentioned it a couple of months ago yeah and i tried and i i did not understand the nuances of ravelry exchanging and selling so i was it was like okay i marked it as wanted to trade like to trade or sell right. or whatever and then 
I just would get a ton of comments on the thing like you didn't put a price you didn't say this i'm like yeah. I, don't, I didn't know yeah you have to <laughs> put it I in the comments to? there's no spot they should have yeah. a drop down i yeah. think um and also for the um you know your shipping preferences because yeah. i did i i had a back and forth with this person for a while i wanted jess wanted a skein of yarn and she just kept going well to ship it to you is going to be really expensive it's going to be really expensive and I'm like, okay, me? how much is it? And she's like, well, I got to check, but it's really expensive. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, we don't need this here on that badly. <laughs> but um, yep. yeah, some people don't want to ship outside the country. Which is fair. It is fair. Just, but, but you know, they should probably put that down. You know, like, I'm, hey, I'm only yeah. willing to ship in country. It, w- it would be nice if anybody from Ravelry's team is listening to this. If you, when you marked it as traded, sold, gifted, or whatever, to trade or whatever, that it gave you drop downs that okay now indicate your shipping preference indicate your price indicate yeah. like something you know you don't have to say like necessarily you want three dollars for it but you could say i would like somewhere between or one best and offer ten or what, yeah. best yeah. offer yeah. or whatever that's it for this week's topics for additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast check out our patreon or our website at part be sure to tune in next week for more laughs, tears, and Drea at Part of My Stash. Yeah.